And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's an actress and podcast host who realized she might be working too much when she booked a show called Sleeping at Night with Allie Ward. It's Allie Ward! Chef Jeff is here to prepare a recipe he got from a famous actor for a Native American pasta dish made with sea urchin. It's Clooney Zuni Uni Macaroni. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little vanilla custard tartlets. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. That particular carbohydrate, which sounds so good to me right mm. now, was sent in by one Gilly Warren, or possibly Jilly Warren, on Gilly. Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I'd like to introduce my guest, but first I have to say, the person, you know that that uh, sketch Gilly on SNL where Kristen Wiig, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. it Kristen Wiig? Mm-hmm. Played Gilly. Daniel appreciated it more than anyone in the whole universe. Really? You Did might I? be Gilly's favorite. I think so. Because I was always like, okay, I get it. I don't think this... I, I don't, I don't was, I like love it. It this silly. one. What was her signature line? It was not, did I do that? That's Urkel. No. Uh, I, I think you might be overstating I it, think but it's I'll, t- like, I'll take it. Oops. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> oh, see? See? He can sorry. do the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. It was You're silly. I like fan. silly. Come you're on. you're the president of the Gilly fan club, and you're not admitting it. <laughs> there are times. There were it's times true. where Daniel and I would be having a conversation, <laughs> and I would be like, "Are you being Gilly?" <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, it's fun. It seeps into your subconscious. Really, when Gilly gets in there, yeah, really, really imprints. <laughs> then, My, I yeah. have Gilly's hair naturally. <laughs> so. Hello, Allie Ward. Welcome back. It's been. Hi. We just realized it's been like six weeks since you've been here. Right. Too long. A lot can happen in six weeks, can't it, <gasps> Allison? That's right. Boom, so boom, boom. I am six weeks pregnant. When you hear this, it'll be six weeks and some days. <laughs> <laughs> all it, all we needed was for Allie Ward to take a break. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Evidently. And then Finally. it happened. Get a little AW out of your life. I want to come and, and hug you, and I'm afraid to jostle anything. No. You squeeze it so out. So I'm, like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like giving you spiritual hugs. Thank you. You can so give me a real hug later. I mean, okay. I've got like a firm. There's such a firm, copious padding I there. <laughs> it's fine. The, the, it, first of all, I think it's like the, the baby is, well... Or babies. Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna announce shortly. Uh, whatever's in there. <laughs> okay, fine. When we when, on the last show, I said that we were gonna have our ultrasound where we were gonna find out how many are in there. I think I just revealed there's just one. I was sort of surprised. I actually thought it was gonna be twins. Yeah. Um, no room say, for error right now. I believe you just tipped your mitt. I did. <laughs> are you one of the people who was unfamiliar with tip your mitt? Yeah. And then we were like, I think you just made it up, but it was a good addition to the lexicon. But, but I think yeah, it turned it out that I did not make it up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What did you guys all think it was? Tipped your hat. Right. Or something. Tip yeah. Your, right. Yeah. Wait, to tip, tip your hat to someone? Right. Uh, we just... Doff your cap? Yeah. Doff your cap. Nothing to tip same. someone off but you tipped your mitt when I you said I tipped my oh, mitt when I baby. said that the baby is the size of a sesame seed or poppy seed tip or your hand is what I thought to tip uh, your yeah. mitt like to tip your hand yeah, okay sorry so when we did, when we had the ultrasound where we found out there's one in there 
um, Daniel, I think, was just like, oh, thank God. Really? <laughs> and wow, then I that said sense. that I was sort of surprised, but I'm a little bit disappointed. And my doctor said, I thought you were going to throw me out the window if it was more than one. And I said, no, Daniel was going to. Mm-hmm. Well, if he throws you out the window, then there's probably none then in there. Be none. You know, that's yeah. old school. Kind um, of. No, no, no. He was going to throw, throw her out the window. Doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's though. It's because you wanted twins. It's because now there's no the insurance. room for error. That's right. Because right. we had the experience of two going to one, mm-hmm. so now we have one, and then that leaves, just, leaves zero. If it doesn't, so come on, little guy or girl. On your second go around, is your uterus like? Oh yeah, I got, I got this. Like it's already like when you already drive someplace. The next time you drive there, you don't need GPS. I think it, like, it's muscle it? memory. Okay. Yeah. Um, in all seriousness. Seriousness, though, I do think you start showing a lot sooner with the second because your body is like all broken in. <laughs> so I it am knows like where how everything, everything knows where it needs to go. Yeah, where, like, yeah knows what, what it needs to lean into. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, how can I already feel? How can I'm like, I'm not showing to someone who would see me out there, but mm-hmm. I look in the mirror and I'm like, I can already see. Yep. The, dr- I, the drill sergeant has come in. Everyone's at the head of their body. I can already see it all happening. And I talked to other women uh, and they said that they felt like they were showing almost immediately. Didn't, didn't Jenna say that as well? I think so. Yeah. It's like a, your liver's like, oh, everybody up. Everything, right. All your organs just start shifting around. At what point do you get to just like mercilessly consume carbohydrates? I mean, my intention is not to do that this time okay. around because... I have nipples. Mm. I gained somewhere in the uh, between 70 and 80 pounds last time. And I did not enjoy that experience. It wasn't as fun as I thought it would be. Um, I'm just kidding. I didn't. It was not intentional. It just happened. <laughs> a, lot of uh, it's, a lot of it's just sloshing around baby water. Yeah, but I mean, a lot with a typical pregnancy weight gain of what they recommend, which is 25 to 30 pounds, then a lot of it is sloshing around baby water. And then you come home and you're like, great. I just need to lose 10, 15 pounds. Sure. My situation, I'm like, great. I just need to lose a little bit north of 50 pounds. It was a lot. It took a long time. Um, so my, I'm determined not to gain that much weight this time. However, first trimester is when you feel the most sick. So I am already, nibbles is already nibbling on wheat thins and various other carbs. So I guess now is when you mercilessly eat carbs. I think so. Yeah. I just, I mean, that. That would be my plan of attack is mm-hmm. just like throw more carbohydrates at the baby. Well, the thing is, it's I know like, that's horrible for you, but that would be my excuse. I'm totally committed to not gaining much weight until I feel a tiny bit sick. And then I'm like, oh, fuck it. Oh, yeah. And then it's just, I don't know. That's sort like, of, it feels out of your control. Only, I feel like that's the only reason I would want to be pregnant. Someone else, I don't know if I'd be I mean, good I at having like, a baby, but mm, you'd be but, good at. Gaining the weight. Cereal sounds great. Like mm-hmm. that much cereal. I did that yesterday. I, I wrapped on this show and I, I went immediately to Gelson's and I was like, I'm here for the carbohydrates. And then I just came home and ate so much cereal. What kind? Panda Puffs, peanut butter. Thanks for asking. They were delicious. I ate a lot of them. But I'm like, ooh, that sounds like a fun. You're like, I'm building something over here. Is that a healthy cereal? No. It tries to be, but That's, it's not. Cause it, yeah. Yeah. It tries to be, but it's not. It's the same thing as Captain Crunch peanut butter with like a more greenery on the box. <laughs> Don't believe it. So, but are you feeling like nausea? Is it still, is it morning sickness is all day, right? 
Yes. Okay. At the beginning, I was having it mostly in the evening. Now it's sort of waxing and waning. Why do they fucking call it morning I don't, sickness? Because I think oftentimes, I don't know. You wake up with it, and so it feels like... For a lot of people, it is worse in the morning. I don't really yeah. know. I don't know. Wait, let me say hello to everyone else, and then we can get into all oh, of our God, stuff. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. No. Oh, yeah. You... So many questions. I won't be letting you apologize. Okay. You take that back, Well, Gilly. this is Allison's show. Uh, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> See how easy... F- hello, Daniel. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. We are going to be talking about your underwear. Ooh. Oh. You don't know? Okay. Oh, yeah, I have an idea. Yeah. Hello, Jeff. Hi, Allison. Look how wonderful I am. <laughs> All right, we'll get back to you. Uh, look uh, how wonderful I am. I don't even remember saying that. <laughs> it's either. like someone put a microphone inside my brain. <laughs> look how wonderful I am. I don't even, it doesn't even sound, I mean, it sounds like me, but. It sounds like you're doing a voice. Yes. Yeah, you're definitely mocking someone. Because, right? I don't think I was, though. Well. Maybe you had some truth serum and you finally understood how everyone else sees you. Oh, shucks. I mean. Oh, shucks. Okay, so we got them. It's a one baby. Allie Ward's back. Hi. Uh, yeah. You have a fishnet burn. I do. Let's talk about this. I can't wait to show you. I'm like, when do I get to show her? I walked in and I was like, how many more minutes till I can show you my leg? How many more minutes? How many more minutes? And now it's zero minutes. It's very exciting. So I'm gonna wh- get out. what is a fishnet burn? I'm going to get out my phone so I can take a photo Is it of like you making fun of someone who's wearing fishnets? Yeah, it's not a sick burn. <laughs> oh, no. No, it is not. It's not a sick burn on summer goths, you guys. Uh, I'm one of them. Oh, my I'm God. How amazing it. would that be if I'd asked Allie to prepare a segment before she came? of fishnet burns yeah. oh my god Allie came in and went fishnet more like potato sack burns on you wow, wow. i think That's i'm gonna assign jeff brutal. the segment can i say that there is a youtube video called goths of summer and it's an acoustic song sung by this guy and it's very brilliant and my the wardrobe uh lady on the shoot showed it to me and i was like this is great and it is a little bit of a sick burn on summer goths but it's also like kind of a warm hug and i was like you get us i get it (laughs) but i used to be a summer goth so i'm like oh so okay so i was in northridge shooting for like two weeks straight a top secret show this like show that i guess i'm you're not supposed to say but you're the host one of the hosts Mm -hmm. because you posted an instagram um, and you could see the trailer door, and it mentioned host. It did say host on mm-hmm. it. It was so nice. It just had our initials. I was like, okay, not the whole name. You don't want to waste critter ink. Come on, guys. But um, so I was wearing fishnets, broiling Northridge sun for two weeks, and I was in the same outfit for like two weeks. And uh, I got a gnarly sunburn on my leg through the fishnets oh, two days no. in a row, and I have a <laughs> waffle burn. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, I'm going to stand up so you can fully see it. Um, I look like an Easter oh, wow. ham. Isn't that sick? I have the grossest. I have like white. It's like you were sit leaning against wicker or something. Oh, yep. oh my gosh. Yeah, look yeah, at that. That's cool. It's, Some um, people would do that on purpose. That's like, you know how people do that fishnet makeup? I mean, <laughs> sorry. Uh, my brain turned off. You know how people do that mermaid makeup? Yes, it's very fish scaly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's only on one leg. <laughs> But I just kept getting worse and worse. Like every day I'd be like, oh, I got to sunscreen that. So, but then I, I don't know. So it's going to be there probably the rest of summer. I also have a boot tan because I was wearing boots and fishnets. So I have like 
a lo- I have a boot line on one and then waffle marks on I'm the other. I'm super into this style of this show. I mean, or I'm, the way they have you styled for this show. I, I was well, you know what happened is they were like, "Why? What if we put you in a dress?" And I was like, "Well, um, I have my grandpa's legs, and it's not pretty." It's, How does he walk? Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Look how wonderful I am. (laughs) (laughs) They're in a freezer in the garage. We miss him. Mm -hmm. Um, I genetically have like, my legs are like, no one's ever been like nice stems to me. Like ever. I have like powdery white legs and like, I have a mild cankle situation that I'm like, I'm going to own. I'm going to own up to it. I've never, I've never been a person with thin ankles. It's never going to happen for me. So I just, I was like, all right, this is what you're working with. And they're like, let's put some tights on those. And I was like, it's also 100 degrees. They're like, let's put some fishnets on those. And I was like, I just worked this system the best way possible. So yeah. And then did they put you in boots or did you opt for that? Those are my boots. They're like, we like your boots. And I was like, great. They cost $100 a day. No, that's not. I should have done that. But yeah, so I have a waffle burn. But I'm stoked about it. It's a memory. And then you posted that you put, you wear socks under the fishnets. Is oh that right? Because that's brilliant. I, I n- have never thought of that. I hadn't either until I had like g-string toe jam all day in these fishnets, and I was like, I can't live like this. I can't live like this. I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna quit the show. I'm off. And then I was like, I have an idea. Why don't I just put the socks under the fishnets? And then I stayed on the show. You know what? I used to do. What? what? And I've never told anyone about <gasps> this. Uh-huh. Bring it on. I wanted to wear fishnets, but I also have your grandfather's legs. Uh, <laughs> I and and I just when you said that no one's ever told you nice stems, right? I was thinking one time someone actually did say it to me, and I thought I feel like you're lying. Yeah, <laughs> that's how. Yeah, like I was just like I appreciate the sentiment, but. Come on. To like fi- compliment something else. You right. know what I mean? That's yeah. not, no, none of us are believing this. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to wear fishnets because they're cool. So when I played in the band, yeah. but I also wanted to wear the tights that have the line that goes up the back. Oh, yeah. Because those are also cool. Right. However, given the like fat leg situation, I was like, I really got to get them kind of centered and I'm having trouble because there's a lot of real estate on both sides. But so anyway, I put on the fishnets and I'm like, there's too much contrast. There's just a lot of pale skin and this is not good. So I put on the tights with the lines up them oh. under the fishnets. Hence, I would have a f- fishnets, but also a dark leg, which is slenderizing. But that is like an instant yeast infection because there's so much. Ugh, so many there's so much holding you in in that point. Yeah. You could cut and the crotch out. And I should have. That's how you wear them as a shirt. Or you can install one of those fans, like a, like a mm, ventilation fan. That's a gr- that's an even better and you know? easier idea. Actually, they Is make it, them pretty quiet now. Right, like a gas powered, small gas powered generator in a backpack <laughs> that powers a crotch. In your little fan. backpack, you have a, mm-hmm. a generator. Yeah, in your little like vampire coffin shaped backpack because you're goth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just a tiny sputtering generator. Steampunk. Mm-hmm. It really yeah. works for steampunk. Because I imagine that fishnets if you properly have socks under them, are actually fairly comfortable or no? Because they're not hot. But fishnets over non-breathable thick tights yeah. are fairly hot. Yeah, that's that's a lot of insulation. It, I, it really was. It's a, it's, once you take them off, you're like, look at this 
look at how big of a pile of skin I would have if I took my leg skin off. Isn't that gross? <laughs> oh, Whatever. I never thought of it that way. I know. But it really is like that. Yeah, I know. Just think of how thin it looks on your legs, but then you take it off and you're like, whew, you have skin, largest organ, they say, man, that's got a lot of it. You're just a big bag of leather. I really never thought about that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Disgusting. You know what I wonder? So this is a dark, morbid thought. Whatever. And I don't want anyone to tell... And no, no one send me any lampshades or anything. But like... <laughs> mm. Yes. The answer is yes. No. What is the question? Do people make things out of oh, human no. skin? Oh, no. I know they do. But okay. like humans... Like you can... You, I know what a, a cow hide looks like and it's thick and opaque. A human hide... Please, no one send me anything. A human yeah. hide, though, is it... How opaque is it? It's not, it's, right? No, I think it's like calfskin leather. Yeah. There's, so it is opaque. Yeah, I, I researched this for... Because I would think, like, based on... Yeah. Like pig skin. Based on mm-hmm. dead skin and yeah. blisters and whatnot, I would think it's, like, very light shines through. Yes, no. thank you. No, I think it is, like, pig skin, because we're pretty, like, we're pretty analogous to them. But there's... I did a little bit of research on this for the Thanatology... Sorry, Thanatology episode for the death episode. And uh, you can buy human skin shoes, belts, uh, and wallets. They are very expensive, and they won't tell you how much. And apparently the people who have volunteered their skin before they die, they're like, yeah, make a wallet out of me. I'm into it. And then there's... I have this friend... Wait, is this on the dark oh, web that you wow. get this? No, I, this was this on like the real legal... web. This was on the the Bing and the Google. You Gross. can find that information. I have a friend who's right. I was listening to the Bing and the Google the Bing. yesterday morning. <laughs> Wait, so this is legal. This is legal How? if you bequeath it. And I have a friend, Megan Rosenblum. She's um she runs Death Salon and she's writing a book right now about um about a ton of bound books in human skin. They used to do that. I they do know to, that, yeah. Yeah. Which I was like, that's a thing. <laughs> I started thinking Ugh. about how gross it is that we condition leather. That's like essentially putting lotion on skin. Mm, yeah. That's kind of icky to me. I know. There was a comic book artist, and um, I don't remember his name because I wasn't into these comic books at the time, but I think he was from the 80s, and he, uh, in, when he died, he in his will, he asked that his remains be mixed into the ink for future printings. Whoa. Oh, was that the guy that did Little Lulu? <laughs> yeah. It was a superhero. I think it was from Marvel. And whenever you would go in, in, into the um, oh, yeah, bookstore, it would... Now, if you find the book, I can't remember. Someone People know. If you go into the back of the book, it'll say, <gasps> this book contains no human remains. Oh. Because it's only the... For, but when it did, it, would, it wouldn't have that. So you would know that it was into the ink. So he was mixed into the book. But how... Th- again... No one sent me any information. This is just casual musing. Nothing I want. Nothing. <laughs> uh, nothing written or pictured or on the internet. How thick is human skin? Because I think of it as like sheets almost. But I guess obviously it's thicker. But like, to, okay. So so then if your skin, you know, if you're having like dry skin that's peeling or something, that's so thin. Do cows get dry oh, skin that peels? That's just the first layer. Okay. That's just like the first layer. So imagine like uh like layers of bark right. or something. Gotcha. Like it that's just like the first layer and that dies and just gets it gets shed off anyway. So um but yeah, your your skin your it's like cutaneous, subcutaneous, whatever. So there's like different it's pretty thick. Pretty thick? Yeah, it's like when you it's like when you if you've ever bought bacon with skin on it still. Is that, this is what happens when you date a butcher. As you see, like oh yeah, I mean I think I've seen it before. Yeah, it's pretty or like doing dissections or something. Oh, here's okay. One more gross thing, and then we're okay. moving on to lighter fare. I'm so sorry. When I'm I was in seventh grade, 
we dissected a ton of stuff. I don't think everyone does that in seventh grade. Did you guys do that? My like <sighs> squid, like invertebrate stuff. Yeah, we did frogs and something else, but I forget what. We, we did just, so many things. We just did frogs. We did, it was like, that was all we did in seventh grade, I feel like, was dissection. Thankfully, none of it was, um, it wasn't like a... Delicious. <laughs> there was some class that dissected a fetal pig, and we didn't do that. Yeah, I think that was done. further yeah. on. Um, and I don't think it was any mammals, but there, we dissected a cow's eyeball, and Ugh. mine had a lid attached to it. Whoa, no. Mm-hmm. No bonus like, for me. I did not need this a- extra anything. That's like, you know, when you get the curly fry in the French fries and you're happy, that's like the opposite this, of that. Yes. You know what I mean? Where you're like, get this thing out of here. Yeah. I don't need to, I don't need to think about the functionality, but it is weird. In the future, the future generations are going to be like, you just walked around with like cow skin belt and you're like, yeah, this is what, you, this is what we made belts out of. And someone's going to be like, in the future, they're going to be like, that's brutal mm-hmm. and we'll be like what is this available at Mervyn's or whatever do you think we'll be talking to cows about it at that point we will and, the cow- now, and we'll be like I'm sorry <laughs> the cow's brain will just be like, like a cow- printout of their thoughts the cow Ken Burns will make a whole documentary about it a whole series the like, equivalent I'm mm-hmm. sure I'm sure but we'll look back and we'll just be like it's what we did mm-hmm. uh, Daniel that was Mark Grunewald oh. Mark Grunewald okay he there was you the go comic what was, it was 97 the- does it say what the book was does it say how much those? I want to say it was like an X Men book. Squadrons, Squadron Supreme, Squadron Supreme. So how there you go. Yeah, it's much crazy. are those? Yeah, worth? I mean the the run where he was mixed into it probably <laughs> worth a bit more. Yeah, right. Yeah, that'd be yeah. funny if no one actually wanted them. They were like three ninety nine <laughs> on eBay. So I was like, ew. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of eyes, this yeah. is a, this is a rough segue, but uh-huh. I want to talk to you guys about Hubble contacts. Oh. Hubble contacts are amazing. Are you tired of overpaying for uncomfortable contact lenses? Do you overwear your contact lenses to save money? Hubble is here to make your life so much easier. What if I told you that you can get a fresh pair of lenses for every single day for less? <gasps> 60 contacts for $33. Do the math. That's barely a dollar a day. This is way more affordable than other brands. Go to HubbleContacts.com and get your first two weeks free. Now, whenever I talk about Hubble, I always mention that I have been cursed with perfect vision. However, every time I mention it, it is less and less true. Eventually, I will just be able to tell you about my personal experience with Hubble because that's the direction this is all headed. I don't know how long I can pretend that I still have perfect vision, but our own Alan Moss, who used to be hubba. regular on the show, uh, loves Hubble, tried them, loved them, said they're very, they're very thin, which is, makes them extra comfortable. I want to try them. I have you need to try them. the worst vision and my contacts are the bane of my existence and I ration them out. Like a like a like a weird little old lady where I'll be like, how many more do I have before I have to order them? And then I'm like, can I go? I wear my dailies for like weeks. You are the exact person I know. Hubble needs to hear from, and I hate ordering them because sometimes you're like, I don't remember what size they are. Mm-hmm. Okay, getting contacts has never been more convenient and affordable. Allie Ward. Okay. No more overpaying. No more overwearing. Featured in Vogue, GQ, Tech Crunch, Mashable, Allison Rosen is your new best friend, all <gasps> the hotspots. Go to HubbleContacts.com to get your first two weeks of lenses for free. That's 15 pairs of lenses for free. Go to HubbleContacts.com and see the difference. Make sure to select my show, Allison Rosen is your new best friend at checkout. Do that, guys. So then they'll be like, look at her. 
sending all these people here. That's hubblecontacts.com, H-U-B-B-L-E contacts.com, H-U-B-B-L-E contacts.com. Okay. Look I'm how so excited. wonderful I am. I have an optometrist appointment in like two weeks. Oh, I'm boy. about to get a new prescription. This I'm is life changing. Yeah, I'm going to do it because it's a problem. Let me know what you think. Okay. okay I'm going to do well, that too. I think I need to do it too. By the way, Ali, did you see the Hubble? Uh, there was They had taken a series of pictures of a star that was exploding and they made a gif out of it. No. Yeah, NASA tweeted that. It's the most incredible thing. No, I haven't should... seen anything on the internet. I feel like I've been mm. on jury duty. Yeah. But is that? I wonder if that's what Hubble's named after. I know, I don't know. Because he was, you know, a lensman of yeah. sorts. Yeah, um, No, what does it look like? Does it just, what, it's, tell me it's about It's amazing because it. you, get, you get to see something that has happened over years oh. and years happen like, and it's just, yeah. Oh, I want to see that. It's really cool. Did it make you feel um, like you appreciate it? Yeah. Did you appreciate mm-hmm. your life or did you say like, nah, fuck everything? It always makes me think like that's going to happen one day and mm-hmm. I wonder if humans will still be here and then if they are, you know, if there's any kind of intelligent life still on Earth at that point, what that's going to be like. Yeah. You know, because it's like all of our problems. But imagine if the problems were, yeah, the sun, we, we're we definitely sure the sun is exploding next year. Yeah, um, I think we're going to be wiped out. It would How be- soon? Oh, God, not soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think they say like, like 99.9% of species ever to exist are extinct. So it's everything dies. Everything is like, I'm on top. And then someone's like, oh, whatever happened to them? And they're like, they died. It's like, it's like pop stars. Like we're all just like super popular for like a season and then the earth is over us. But like an earth version of us, like, should I diet? I mean, what I'm saying is how fast is this happening? No, carp it up, dude. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I was just researching Mars and like, why... Why Mars? Why do any of us think that we should just go there? That's so dumb. Like, we have this whole planet we all right. live on. I love the idea. We're going to terraform <laughs> Mars. It's like, let's terraform Earth. Yeah, why don't we Because do- <laughs> we're already here. It's closer. so dumb. Yeah. It's so dumb. It's like, you have a full meal in front of you, and you're like, I found this piece of cardboard. If I put enough seasoning on it, I think we can live <laughs> off it. And you're like, you dipshits. Like, we're on a planet. We're on a planet. But yeah, the, it's... It's so sad and dumb. Or like if you had a really nice house, but it was all full of old newspapers <laughs> and toothpaste tubes. And so you said, oh, man, I found a really great storage unit on the other side of town. <laughs> oh, like, I'll just you, there. Yeah, I'll just I'll start putting my stuff there. It I think that is thing. what I would do. It's like Elon Musk. <laughs> I get I get his whole thing of like, yeah, we're going to reuse rockets to send satellites into space. Okay, fine. I get that. There's a commerce aspect to that. But it's sure. like. We're going to send people to Mars. Like, all that money and research, how about, yeah, how about, like, better clean energy solutions? Or plant a fucking tree. Yeah, like, how about figuring out how to get clean water out of the ocean or something? You know, like... Yeah. Why do we need to? Yeah. Why do we need to go to fucking Mars? Yeah, we got some issues at home. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of people in Flint, Michigan, right now going, "Oh, you're going to Mars? <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. Have fun. Oh, is there water on Mars? <laughs> there's none here. That's interesting. Yeah. How about food to Puerto Rico? <laughs> it's really. I mean, the 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 way and you know, people who are research scientists with Mars, of course, are very like this is important stuff. They're like Mars. Essentially, they think Mars looked like Earth at one point, and then this shit went wrong, right. and now it's well, a garbage I'm, planet. I get. Wanting to know what happened. Right. Yeah. Can't we just wait until the aliens come out from under the rocks and we just ask them and they're like, oh, we just, we invented cars and now look at us. I mean, it will be pretty, it would be pretty exciting if it turned out there wasn't some sort of intelligent life on Mars at one point. I mean, that, 
It's I not know. Gonna be possible, but who knows? They used to. Do you know Carl Sagan? Carl Sagan of smart astronomy fame was like, <laughs> oh yeah, one of uh, Mars's moons. It's just a hollow satellite put there by aliens. <laughs> For real? Yes. He was what? like, it's probably just hollow. Probably aliens put it there. And then they're like, no, hollow? dude, that's just a that's just a moon. <laughs> Like, they had so many theories. Like, there were astronomers who had theories about, like, canals and stuff that are turned out to be nothing. So, everyone's yeah. got ideas. But, I, yeah, I got, I, yeah, I got pretty balls deep in Mars research this week. <laughs> I used to be so confused by the idea that if it were possible to travel faster than the speed of light, then you could time travel. This That used to be something that would really confound me. Right. Yeah. And. But it's not. I think it. What? What's not? It's not possible. It's not possible, but I'm trying, still trying to understand why it would be possible. I don't fully understand I, that. I think we would, it would, we'd have to turn into light. Like, I think that, um, when you are going that fast, you're so far away from this aspect <laughs> well, of my e- schooling, but e- you, you, you become, your matter becomes energy. Like, there's something about as you approach the speed of light, um, well, I, I think I it has to do with time and the, the equation of time and distance. I don't. I asked a cosmologist all of this, and at one point she talked to me about string theory and wormholes and well, time wormholes. travel and multiverses. Like Stephen Hawking was like, multiverses are maybe a thing. Like there might be an alternative universe where, yes. like, I've got amazing hair or whatever. But there's. I asked this cosmologist. I was like, hey, you what? have amazing hair well, in this universe. Oh, oops. I guess I'm in the good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so wonderful. <laughs> Oh, uh, wait, what did you, what's your bite? Look how wonderful I am. Right, look at how wonderful I am. But I did ask a cosmologist, I'm like, is there ever a point where you're just like, a you like, astrophysicists are just like stoners, where you're just like throwing out dumb shit that someone's like, like, what if though? She's like, yeah, kind of. Well, I think what they say is like, um, the, the math, it's all math, right? It's all these, it, yeah. it's these guys working out equations and what they'll tell you is, mathematically there are 10 dimensions and you know the like next 10 dimensions are like smaller than you know blah 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 but it's not like we found them it's just the equation that's how the equations right. work out um in i i think what they say is it, it's probably less likely that we'll travel the speed of light uh then we will figure out a way to travel through wormholes and that will be how we travel long distances through space because mm. that that's probably easier to do even though that's also like incredibly difficult but i think it has to just to go back to what i was saying and you may have been talking about what i was saying i'm just confused i think it's that time is a function of distance in terms of space right because we're I measuring time. No well, t- time, time is a time function space. of the rotation. Yeah, time and time and space are interwoven. So, t- right. So, time is affected by gravity. Like, for example. Right. So, therefore, if you could travel that fast, you could theoretically get to another point in time. The, your theory about um, about if that were possible is not wrong. I don't know. You could travel back in time, but you could or forward in time. Wait, what am I trying to say? Uh, I don't know how it works, but I mean, I feel like what, many what is, a time traveling seventies movie was based on this. The, premise. I, the, right. What it is Quantum is, if lead. you are traveling the speed of light, time is moving differently for you, mm-hmm. so you could probably move forward a great deal of time in a short period of time to you. Okay, right? right. So uh, I don't know. Yeah. So I have no idea. Yeah. Like you'd get there before the image of you get. Like that part always confused mm-hmm. me as well. But I guess that's actually. 
that maybe that was just my young person mind trying to understand it. You guys, we sound like stoners. I know, but it's great. Who Let's, knows? If this is if this is the I my question is always if this is like uh, a simulation, would you do anything differently? Well, presuming if this is a simulation, right? Let's say nothing the, is real, and this is all a weird video game. Would you do anything differently? Like, would you dance at weddings uh, with like no more gusto? Yeah, like would you know what I mean? I feel like I would. Li- I feel like I would cut bangs more often. I feel like mm-hmm. I would do karaoke. I don't know. I feel like I'd just be like whatever. That's yeah. my question. I would just fuck around a lot more. Right? Yeah. I just but, would. I just would not give a shit. Well, <laughs> but then why not? I mean, why don't we just, just live hang our lives? Out and do dumb shit. You can. We could live our lives like that anyway. I know. Well, but uh, but because you're, you know, you're going to be old at some point, and you have spent your life fucking around, and then you're eating dog food in, in your seventies. Right. The reason you can't do it as a practical matter. But if it was all just a video game then yeah i would just i that's what i around. think too but then i'm also like if you have the same trajectory of like life exp- expectancy in a video game then like you're gonna have the same consequences but like for some reason it takes out how like oh everything's so precious i have one time i gotta make a mark on the world Da-da-da-da. and you're just like well fuck this and then you know what i mean well I, like you said about us being a blip on the on the earth's timeline or yeah I find that idea really liberating when I think, oh, we're just monkeys flinging poo in a jungle, really, yeah. for all intents and purposes, right? in the scheme of the earth, not even of all time, but just in earth. We're just a bunch of monkeys and flinging poop, and then it's over. We're just yeah. a really smart bed bug infestation <laughs> in the we're, hotel of life. <laughs> we're, we're monkeys with wallets. <laughs> I, Humans get I wallets. do think it's, it's worthwhile to think like that, because um, I do think that you should live your life as though it was a simulation. Like the only thing that would make my behavior any different is if I found out that um, if I died, like then I would warp back into myself and it would start over like oh. Groundhog Day right, style. Right. But, but I do think that it's, it's valuable to approach life as though with, without taking it so seriously. Yeah. I you know? know it's w- hard. And, and have a certain lightness to the way that you approach it. That that is a good thing um because I think we do tend to like invest so much like heaviness to everything mm-hmm. that sort of isn't warranted necessarily. Yeah, especially, you know, we've talked Allison, we've talked about perfectionism. Oh, do you yeah. think you would do you think you'd be like, "Well, fuck perfection." <laughs> no, you'd finally get it right. <laughs> like, like just right. have fun, have fun, love each other, like d- don't be so, you know, just I try to to not have that like like if you think of, you know, a bird's eye view of your life, I yeah. try sometimes to like lift up sometimes and not be so immersed in all the in all the tweets and all that because it's like when you're on your deathbed, will any of this thi- this stuff that's bothering you today, I mean, politically aside, like the the shit that's you know, will any of that bother you? Hopefully not. That no, won't be what you're thinking but about. But sometimes I think, what if that is what I'm thinking about <laughs> no. when I'm dying? How much would that suck? <laughs> I'm thinking about that one guy's tweet that one time. No, don't let this be my last thought. So. I want my epitaph on my <laughs> gravestone to say, he loved to hit refresh. <laughs> <laughs> he so, hit refresh so many times. So he sad. died doing what he loved, refreshing the social media <laughs> So Daniel was lamenting that his genes didn't come up higher because his underwear comes up okay, higher. All right. Yeah, please what explain. The you're, fuck? Gonna get, you're gonna butcher this, I'm sure. Bring it so on. let me take over. 
um, can assume that it's been up my butt <laughs> at the end of my at the end of my washing my clean clothes cycle. Oh, Daniel has recently done a cycle of laundry. Yeah, okay. it happens so you know, like, quarterly. You know, Ooh. like when you're at the uh, you're you're at the ca- cash register and they're running out of the the paper. Uh-huh. Yeah, like you get the pink line. Yeah. yeah, so I have that runner for my clothes. <laughs> like there's like oh. I've hit this group of underwears. I totally do that. You know what I'm yeah, talking about? I have about? like the weird underwear that I'm not quite <laughs> yeah. into. And those are, I don't put them at the very bottom because yeah. once you see them, it's too late. Oh, yeah. I put them a little bit up to give yeah. you a warning. Yeah. And then you Time to start uh-huh. thinking yep. about doing yep. laundry. Yep. Yep. Double uh, red stripe. Right. So I got the red stripe on the clothes. And so those underwears uh, are a little bit older. Not so old. They need to be thrown away. I'm getting close. Um, and the, the elastic, I don't wear this brand anymore. Um, but the band on them is like very itchy. Like I think that it just um, in, especially in the summer, like <laughs> like it uh, it just I don't know, like the ha- the hair I don't know gets in the elastic or something. Oh, I never so, thought about that. I'm not sure what it is, but it's like so uncomfortable. Um, and so what I was saying to you, honey, <laughs> is that I have discovered with that particular brand, and the brand is uh. Calvin Klein, so totally overrated underwears. By the way, Expensive, all of the right? ones that that from sponsors legitimately don't have this problem. They're super comfy, but um, these old Calvin. Klein. And so I found that if I hike them up <laughs> a little bit higher on the waist, closer to the belly button, suddenly they become comfortable. But the problem is that my pants, my jeans, will not also go up <laughs> mm. high enough to cover the underwear line and i now as an older man whose butt has gone to greener pastures um <laughs> pan, the pants don't stay up at all and what happened in the, the shirts don't stay tucked so what ends up happening is you just see lots of underwear mm. right and i was like isn't, I can't do it, is what I'm saying. Isn't that better than them just seeing butt crack? Up your butt. And I told you <laughs> that I have been told by many people, men and women, that my butt crack is my best feature. <laughs> I have a beautiful butt crack. That was his argument for why it's not better than so I can't underwear than butt crack. deprive people by hiking crack. the underwear up. I people still need to feel see like... It. Would you like, say it's your greatest asset? <laughs> yes, it is. If someone's going to see something that... that Fits in between the top of your pants and the bottom of your shirt. Mm. Wouldn't it be better that they see underwear than butt crack? Yes, a hundred percent. It's like that's the reason why cabinets have doors on them. You know what I mean? I don't. It, you know the 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 real problem though is that um, even with the pants staying where they are, the the underwear would be higher than that, and you would see that through the shirt. You would just see the line through, like in the summer when you're wearing lightweight shirts, you'd see. Calvin Klein written, you know, and so you don't want that to be the case. You just can't do it. Is it's what I'm saying. always you can't do better it. to see the underpants than mm-hmm. the butt crack. You know, it's what so I mean? interesting the way you're, you're you don't want people to see your skivvies, but you do want them to see your butt crack. Well, they wouldn't see my butt crack though. I try I've, to keep. Sometimes the pants. they would. No, yeah, you're, they you're would. Not, I don't think you're understanding how high I want the waistband of these things. <laughs> like I don't wear the. Normally, I'm not wearing them below the butt crack. Like crack, you're worried about if you is lower than lower than even the uncomfortable region. Are you worried that if you don't have your top button of your shirt buttoned, they'll see the top of your underwear? Like it's going to be that high? <laughs> I do not have a butt crack that goes all the way up to my chest. Just sternum level. <laughs> no, no, honey. Um, your butt crack ends between your shoulder blades, right? Is that I, doesn't everyone <laughs> just cleaved up your entire body? 
<laughs> I'm mostly butt crack <laughs> back there. No, um, no, no. The 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 normal place where the underwear is is fine, butt crack wise. Okay, it's just that it's uh, and so where I would have my pants would be above that. It's all very socially acceptable. It isn't a choice between having high underwear and butt crack. Um, okay, I know I you think see- it might be. No, it really isn't. Okay. Sometimes when you're bathing Elliot, there's a lot of crack. Ooh. Inside info. <laughs> That's just a gift I'm giving you. Though. It's like <laughs> you do a lot for this family. You deserve, you know, I could send you flowers mm-hmm. or. Teehee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, so it's wait, a fair point. I feel like what you're saying is you would like, you were like delighted at the prospect of me wearing underwear super high. No, I wasn't delighted at the pro. Look, I love you. I love your butt crack. I'm just saying, if you if you're concerned about other people being like, oh, look at his underwear, I the alternative is them being like, oh, look at his butt crack. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now I get what you're saying. You're saying there's a third option no, of them saying like, oh, look at his lower back. No, what w- I'm not bending over a whole lot at work. I'm not like leaning over a bathtub at work or anything like that. So what would happen is walking around the office or wherever in my sort of summer weight shirts, people would see through them and say, that guy has high underwear syndrome, (laughs) Mm. you know? And that's weird. Can you take the underwear, put it in a pile and burn it? It probably would need to happen, but then I would have a shorter time between laundry. (laughs) Could you possibly... It it extends my my ability to do laundry. How much... What I think you should do, this is my mm. advice, is you go and you take an inventory. You say, how many of these fuckers do I have? These underpants, <laughs> these high-waisted Calvins do I have? Replace them? Yeah. And just count them and then Amazon Prime yourself or, or sponsor yourself the exact number. Yeah. Never smart. You know what, here, you know what the problem with that it. is, though? Like, so if I, let's say I do that, right? And yeah. I go, let's say there are seven of them. Right. And I go out and I buy uh, seven really comfy, great underwears. But then if I keep them, that's seven more days I don't have to do long. See, there's always seven more days it gives me. I totally agree. <laughs> this is a guy thing. Guys cannot throw out underwear. You, you need to yeah. buy yourself 14 pairs of the new one. You <laughs> need to make this a net positive. But then that's 21 days. Seven more days. This is the thing. You know, when people who, you know when people who pass up a parking spot and someone, a motorcycle parks in a regular parking spot and they're so mad. They're like, oh, you, you didn't park there. I could have parked there. No, dude. You couldn't have parked there. Someone else would park there. Mm-hmm. If the motorcycle weren't there, Right, There'd be a sedan right, there. Right. You need to cut your losses. You would not ever would, have gotten that. That spot. would not be open for you. And so those underpants, mm. they need to go to heaven and they need to go away and you need to get yourself 14. I don't then- think these underwears would be going to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I, That's a good point. <laughs> I had, I think, six pairs of my double red stripe underwear. I actually yes. had more. Yes. So I had six that were so so mediocre and then i had about two dozen that were terrible right and i should have gotten rid of all of them but i could not it took me forever to get rid of the ones that were terrible for the same reason because they were terrible but it was a buffer it's a buffer it it bought me time to do laundry so i actually did wind up getting rid of the terrible ones almost all of them but two of them snuck in yeah Yeah. and every time i get them i go (laughs) i should get rid of these and i don't 
Yep. But I was only able to get rid of the terrible ones. I still have the the so so ones, and those are my double red stripe ones. And it was so difficult to get rid of them. You're just you're yeah. you'll have a new normal. You know what I mean? It's like you get rid of those. You you burn those. The only way you can do it is burn them because you'll go into the dumpster, mm-hmm. you'll pick them out again, and be like two more days. <laughs> you gotta burn them, and yeah. then you, then the the next ones are like, oh shit, I'm on deck. I'm the double red stripe now. It's just, yeah. it's gonna well, happen. it does eventually happen. I mean, eventually, what happens is they just are unwearable anymore. <laughs> they, <laughs> isn't they, it, isn't it, it weird yeah. though that like if you don't do that with like underwear or socks, you'll have those things forever? Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of mine had this advice. I think it's great advice. I do, I have never done it, but I think it's great. Which is every year, just replace all your socks. Whoa! Just throw all your old socks <gasps> away. Get a whole bunch of new socks. I who, think that's who great. Was life the friend John. Okay. And it like, seems like someone who'd do that. But it's like, yeah, that's great advice because you, I suffer with socks for a long time. <laughs> yeah, me you know? too. And I, it's like, there's nothing like a great new pair of socks. I know. But I, I never treat them. They're not that expensive. I was wearing socks yeah. recently and there was a hole in the heel and I couldn't feel it. So I'm like, well, no harm, no foul. And then your heel is like sticking to your shoe <laughs> yeah. every yeah. time you walk. Yeah. So that's Sometimes good life advice. Do it. I don't know. I also didn't know, Daniel, that you say underwears. And we've been together a long time, and I and that's something I would have noticed. Well, I think I'm doing it on purpose. Oh, is this a character? Uh, yeah. No, it's not a character, but I, it's funny to say it that way. Okay. Do we need to dissect all of my humor? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to follow it with Sorry. the David Matthews band? Sorry. Sorry. Oh, hi. Oh, Wendy's back. Hi, Wendy. Uh, hello. Wow. We put Wendy in the other room. Hello. Sorry, I love her too much. (laughs) I need to tell you guys about Ritual. Allie Ward is very familiar. (laughs) Allie Ward is very familiar with Ritual vitamins. Uh, These are vitamins made for skeptics by skeptics. The people behind Ritual realized that oftentimes in women's vitamins there's a ton of stuff you don't need there's stuff that might not be even be good for you the people it's like i was watching a video on the ritual site about how the company came together um and sort of the the philosophy behind ritual and it's like women's vitamins are oftentimes made based on outdated studies by men in the 50s and the research was done on like rodents and men and it's not oftentimes it's not exactly what women need so ritual was designed with like we want to give women the exact nine things that they need and we want it to be from really reputable sources so in your ritual vitamin you can find out exactly what's in it exactly where it was sourced um all that kind of stuff and also the ritual vitamins maybe this isn't how you buy vitamins but it should be they're really pretty they are so pretty they're little beadlets in oil it's a capsule and they're Mm -hmm. little beadlets in oil um and it's everything that a woman needs nothing that she doesn't uh they are they're they're they have like mint essence in them Mm -hmm. so they don't have that vitamin-y taste um and they also uh they're enteric so they bypass the stomach i think and they're absorbed after that so you don't you don't vitamins can be 
like irritating and they are not irritating. Uh, vegan, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free and allergen-free. Delayed release capsule bypasses the stomach to help prevent nausea. Innovative beetlet in oil formulation keeps dry ingredients separate from oils within the capsule so you only have to take one pill. Mint scented with an in-bottle tab enriched with pure peppermint oil. Um, if you visit their website, you learn everything from why each ingredient is beneficial to where it's sourced. And uh, Allie took one when she was here. Yeah. So into it. Now she has her own bottle. I do have my own bottle. I have some in my system presently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I look forward to taking them because they're really minty. So I'm like, ooh, I'm going to get a little mint burst. Yeah. Subscription-based, no gap in nutrient levels. Um, if you forget it a few days, you can snooze your order until you catch up. Happiness guaranteed, no questions asked, cancel easily anytime. 95% of women do not get the vitamins and minerals they need on a daily basis. Ritual created a smarter vitamin with the nine essential ingredients women lack most. Go to ritual.com slash Rosen. Choose clean ingredients backed by science. Sign up now at ritual.com slash Rosen. Ritual.com slash Rosen. Ritual.com slash Rosen. Okay, so it's been a little while since we've done iTunes comment of the week i went and i looked at some reviews and i almost gathered two negative ones because there was there were two that i was dying to read but i'm like save some for the next show so there's one pause one negative who wants to read which i'll read the negative okay i'll read positive let's hear the uh jingle Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. Read negative first. Okay. Okay. Do we get it? You start, and then it goes. Then oh, it, goes. it does? Okay, sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm not a pro like Al was. Okay. Oh. So this is... Zero stars by useless crap. Wow. The host is one of those dorky adults that say stuff like, You rock! Which would be fine if she would at least research the topics the guests are going to discuss and have some thought-provoking questions to bring to the table instead of asking redundant questions and interrupting with nerdy attempts at comedy. (laughs) At one point... She starts reviewing a book that she admitted hasn't read. Then she goes on some mini rant to convince the audience that she likes cats, which was totally unrelated. You can't help but cringe. The guests are good, but I just can't deal with the host. Audio quality is okay. (laughs) Well. Um, (laughs) Jeff, you got it okay. I feel like I've... Never said you rock ever. That's well, not anything I would ever be say. Fair to the reviewer, they were saying you're like a person, like a person would say that. that. Also, the the comments are so specific that I must have reviewed a book I didn't read, but I don't recall what this is. I'm sure that I was just talking about some book, and then I, had, I there's a book about that, and I admitted I didn't read it. Um, I will say to you. I don't know when I went the mini went on the mini rant about cats, but that cats does feel like something suck a dick. And the cat, a, a I would open the cup and then pour some almond milk and drown it in trivia. I would never cats say and that. Cat people, I feel they're um, immoral. Fuck. <laughs> cats are not given their due respect on mm-hmm. this show. Um, cats are gross. <laughs> oh Come and get me, cats. Oh my god. 
This is like this is like a a hearing you're at where you're clearly guilty. <laughs> I know. A lot of this review really rings true, uh, but <laughs> no, just the cat part. But um, I will say to your defense, honey, um, you do read every book. I mean, you're. I do. Maybe there weird... was one you didn't, but uh, yeah, you're always in here reading some book. I'm like, what the heck is that? And you're like, oh, that's my next guest next week or something. So. Yeah, I feel like a lot of shows don't do that. You and you'll you'll listen to the podcasts or you'll watch the shows. You so, but really, if I ever said you rock, someone tell me because that's not a me phrase. I'm trying to picture it coming out of your mouth. You can't you right? Unless if I said it, it would have been something I immediately regretted. What's something <laughs> of that nature that a quote dorky adult would say because i oh, was hey that, <laughs> yeah you'd say that's lit <laughs> oh like donald trump jr yeah, yeah. all uh, about but i feel like i would probably say it but i pretty much say everything so it's not like a thing i say it's just whatever would come out of my every Wait, stupid you pretty much say everything cool as fuck yeah i don't feel like i have a strong repertoire of sayings i, mm. I pretty much yeah just you're not like from the, everything you're not the guy who? I'm not the guy who would. I. You're not cool beans guy. No, oh, cool beans would be. That's a. Hmm. That's a you rock I, a little bit. Yeah. I am. I gave a lot of thought today about starting to sign my emails off toodles. Uh, as Jeff, <laughs> as Jeff I've been doing this last it. week. It's, yeah. Have you? It's fun. And I'm. And I want to say we should. I want people to start doing this in their lives and then report back. Tell us how it went. <laughs> how? What kind of responses are you getting? Well, I don't know. I mean, he hasn't I want to do implemented it, yeah, toodles. Okay. Toodles. This is the summer of toodles. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna? E- can you ease into it? Because I will. I will sign my emails off because I'm this kind of dorky adult. <laughs> high fives, Allie Ward. Well, high fives. Oh, I like is that. Funny. Yeah, I like that. I like the idea of toodles in a business email. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. Yeah, it was because I I sent a business email today and then I was like. My fingers wanted to type two. Oh, I want you to do it. What did you write? Thanks. Yeah, I just did thanks. Well, it was business. I can't. I I don't know the person well enough, you know? That's the best time to use it. I know. You know what I mean? I know. If you need to practice, uh, you can send send me an email about something very official. The the, the reports I want are like, when you sign toodles in a situation where there's danger to the toodles. Oh, like a, you know a high I mean? stakes like, toodles. A high stakes toodles. <laughs> like a job application. <laughs> yes. I would I would be like call the person in. Like they're top of the list. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd be like, oh, they're either they're weird or they're gotta meet this person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. I remember in college my friend was applying for a job and she faxed in her application and she wrote, I implore you to consider me or something. And I remember oh. thinking, like, I don't think that means what you think yeah. it means. But she got the job. Whoa. Because wow. she implored them. I guess the boss is like, I don't know what that word means, but we've got to bring her <laughs> in. Better hire her and find yeah. out. This was the 90s. That Unless you have a dictionary, that's a mystery. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, like, oh, do you want to hear positive? Oh, yeah. Let's, okay. let's uh, sage our timeline. Um, you rock. Oh, I guess I do. Oh, yeah. I wrote E equals MC up there squared. I didn't write the squared earlier because I was trying to figure out, does that uh, offer a clue to this whole space-time oh. thing? Oh, yeah. Can we- <laughs> I was trying to it remember does, why I think it that. It does in a way, honey. Oh, space-time <laughs> <you> thing. <laughs> figured out 
the like astrophysicist equation to turn back time on this paper. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> would... And if it was Allison, and she wouldn't even know though, it'd just be doodles and someone. Would... <laughs> hey, like... wait! I figured it out. You just leave off the squared. Oh, yeah. e equals Have you guys MC. Thought about this. E equals MC. Do you think about not squaring the C? <laughs> oh it gives you a whole different number. You just go back and fix something trivial, and then pop back to tell us. Wait, what is the C? Uh, speed of light. Oh, okay. Yeah. Energy equals matter. Times the speed of light squared. squared. There you go. Yeah, try unsquaring it. <laughs> Unsquare it. Mm -hmm. Give that a Square shot. It. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have know, they tried it? Well, your thing of going faster, so you would uh, cube it. What about e equals, equals MC, MC cubed? cubed. <laughs> right. That's, that's the, next the equation step. we need. To the next level, guys. <laughs> what if it's MC cubed? <laughs> e equals MC squared plus one. Oh, yeah. yeah let's start small. Ooh, there we you can go. always start cube small. if there we need go. to. I like that you're backseat driving astrophysicists. Mm -hmm. Like, I, someone's got to, they need a suggestion box. Hey, if there are any astrophysicists out there whose minds just exploded, let us know. Tell, <laughs> us, tell us how it goes. That's actually how Albert Einstein came up with it. It was a doodle on the back of a shitty review. Yeah, an iTunes <laughs> review. He was trying to come up with his new uh, DJ name, MC. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> it was E, Einstein. He's like, Einstein is MC cubed, MC squared. No, that is pretty good, actually. Yes, yeah, what's you. up, M MC Square? It was going to be DJ Bluetooth, but it was taken already. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know what it was yet. All right. Are you, are you guys ready for this? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, no Motion Dancing says, Gratitude planners are dumb, but Allison is the best. I have this planner that makes me write three things I'm grateful for each day. There's that pressure to write something like, the birds were chirping in an especially cheery manner this morning, which instantly put me in a good mood when I woke up. When in reality, I just write, Daisy, my dog. These few minutes I have to take every day to be a little introspective are the bane of my existence. Arrest <laughs> me, gratitude police. <laughs> anyway, Thursdays can be typically a bit easier because I always have something to count on. The new Allison Rosen is your new best friend Thursday show. It pushes Daisy out of spot number one on my gratitude list just for a day. Poor Daisy. I love this show. Grateful. Thank you. What's your name again? That's No Motion Dancing. Thank you, No Motion Dancing. That was a very, very nice uh, email. Yeah, sorry, I mean, Daisy. iTunes comment is what I meant. Thank you very much. Yeah, sorry, Daisy. But she gets the other six days a week. She gets so the I think other she's six okay. days. And she's probably a number two, so it's fine. Yeah. yeah. If you would like your comment to be read on the show, leave us a nice comment. iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go. You can subscribe, click, rate, review. Do all the things that people tell you to do when you listen to other podcasts. All those great ideas. Apply them to this one. A comment is great. Five stars is great. Together, they are the greatest. Uh, and, and, and tell your friends if you like what you're hearing and subscribe. I'm now just spinning in place. I realize that. Um, you guys, I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go. There's all sorts of different reward levels. There's super fun stuff. There's bonus episodes. We just had a bonus episode with Greg Heller. Boner we sandwich. Also <laughs> just had a live stream this weekend. And I feel like, so the chat in the live stream froze for a little while. And maybe that's why we didn't get a lot of response to this, but, Daniel and I recently had a bet about spaghetti carbonara. Mm. I said he ordered some spaghetti carbonara. He was uh. disappointed with what came in it. Oh, my God. I said. <laughs> was the worst. I said I thought it has ham, peas, and something else. Right. 
And mm-hmm. he said, no, it doesn't have peas. And I was no like, peas. I will bet you. And then he said, and I said, I'll bet you 25 cents because he doesn't like to, he doesn't like there to be a winner and loser with okay. us. Um, this all goes back to a bet we had about Hobby Lobby where he didn't, he didn't want <laughs> us to be relating in that sort of competitive manner. A hyper competitive uh, aspect to our relationship. That's yeah. cute. So I said 25 cents and then he's like, I'll bet however much you want. Wow. Yeah. And I, I have a bad poker face. I should pass, have, pass, pass, pass. Get the fuck out of here. Should have paid attention to his uh, confidence because as it turns out, well, wait, what do you guys think? <laughs> I mean, I've already, I've tipped my mitt. You tipped your mitt, but I think that it has uh, bacon. I think peas. I just want to say egg yolk. Mm-hmm. Is there egg yolk in there? I think that's weird. <laughs> but it tastes smoky, and I don't get it. It's mm. a bacon, I guess, but... So it's the ham. It's the ham. Okay. Jeff, what I, do you think? I would have said prosciutto, mm. but I I don't know. I always get carbonara and bolognese mixed up, and I don't, I don't would know. Would you think it has peas know in it? Nothing. No, I wouldn't think any of them have peas in it. Interesting. Peas. Well, apparently traditional, traditional carbonara... From Italy does mm-hmm. not have peas in it, but the American it. version does have peas. And it's guan- uh. is it guanciale? Guanciale? What is the name? It's not bacon. You can do it with bacon, but it's okay. like a different cut. It's yeah, it's, something I like think it's guanciale or something or like pancetta. That. Is the American version by Franco American and it comes <laughs> in a yes. twenty eight ounces? <laughs> but it's yeah. got egg. Yeah. It's got egg. It's got Parmesan Romano. It's got um, pepe. Pepe. Oh, what accent is that? That's my Italian. My Italian accent. It's a pepe. It's Horrendous pepe. accent alert. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, I've never ordered it. But I'm, every time I've taken a bite of someone, I'm always like, that's pretty good. Even though there's raw egg yolk in it, get the fuck out of here. Well, it cooks because you cook it in the pan. You, 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 you mix it up and then you put the pasta in it in the pan. And so it cooks. Oh, so it's not raw. It cooks raw. To, no. the, to the noodles. Okay, I just I have a thing with egg yolk. Ugh. Where are you a Caesar salad? Because that's a raw egg yolk situation. I don't. It's a, it's like a don't ask, don't tell. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's how I feel about the anchovies in the dressing in the Caesar salad. Right, right. They're in there, but I just don't. I don't need to like you know. I just like slip it slip it past me like putting broccoli in a chocolate cake. But I don't want like the idea of like a runny sunny side up egg. Oh, you don't like that? Oh God, really? Oh, I can barely even. It, it's to the point that like when other people order it around me, I bear with it. But it's so distracting. You're just like, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm like a cat with a hairball. <laughs> you, Daniel, and Jimmy Pardo have strong egg opinions. <laughs> yeah, I don't like hard boiled eggs, but I, I, I'm Jimmy not so doesn't off. either. Now, I love you, them. You do like the hard boiled, yeah. Egg. And Same. devil's eggs and all that. I love a devil's egg. Me too. You know I like eggs always. Can I say, if you're making a devil's egg and you have some hummus, mix it in instead of mayo, it's very delicious. That sounds That's good. good. In case you're making an egg salad. Where are you with like egg, egg salad? salad? I do like egg salad. That, see, that's so weird. weird. That is weird. weird. I don't know. I mean, it is kind of weird to have like a like a rubbery egg. It's the taste. It's the chalky yolk and the taste of the yolk and then that sort of weird sulfuric taste of the white. I don't know. It's just all like, ugh, it's just like stuff that you're not supposed to eat. It's like rotten garbage. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like got that sort of thing going on. It tastes like rotten garbage. Mm, but you'll eat it. it if it's mixed with it's mayonnaise. It <laughs> what? Like, it doesn't taste like rotten garbage. It's it smells. just it has the essence of rotten garbage. It's like the 
feel of rotten garbage no, in you're your brain. Right. When you hard boil eggs and you put them in your refrigerator, everything in there smells mm. and tastes like Satan's butthole. It's yeah, like, it's awful. And you're just like, oh, well, I just do this because it's protein, I guess. But right. if you really want to not be smart with your money, you can buy pre-hard boiled mm-hmm. eggs in a sack yep. and those don't have the same... No, actually, they still smell when you open the bag. It's like, oh, essence of farts in my house. But it's le- but your whole but, kitchen doesn't smell. But I like a soft-boiled egg. So it's really the yolk part that I've never been a bit huge fan of. Can I ask a question? Egg. Please. Okay. You know those little egg cups that are so cute? Yes. And you're like, I guess you need to be British to have them or like you have to put them on your wedding registry? With the little spoon when yes. you eat the yum. What the... What the fuck do you do with those? Like, oh, my parents have them. And I think we used them when we were kids. You, when you, this is, as I think, when the egg is still hot, uh-huh. you serve it. You know how they have, they have like the little cup and then the big yeah. cup on the other side. You serve it on top of the egg. So the egg is like on the bottom of it, on the plate, keeping warm. And then when you're ready to eat it, you f- Flip it over so that the bottom side is down, the little little cup is up, and you put the egg in the cup, and then you take a knife and you like tap the egg, yeah, so it that it very rarely does it work that you can like cleanly get half of the yolk off, or like the you want to get actually like maybe two thirds of the way up. Yeah, sorry, okay. that's what I meant. The shell. Then and then you like pull the little cap of the egg off, so then you have like. It's and like doing you, brain surgery on and the then egg. Yeah. You, just, you eat the eggs straight <laughs> out of the shell. Take the skull off. It's a craniotomy. Yeah. yeah. Wait, do you is what, And then sometimes you dip toast in it. Mm, that's what, what, what you consistency do. are we dealing with in there? What? <laughs> yeah, it's like runny. It's like a sunny side up. Pretty runny, yeah. It seems like a mistake that you made a a tiny ceramic dish to just cope with. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just one of those dainty things that you find in places like England. Mm-hmm. I love which the idea I love, by the way. I love the idea of it. Like my my favorite food group is eating food out of other food. Like if you can mm, eat soup like, out of a bread bowl, yeah. if you you know what I mean, right? Like, oh, even like if a it's taco a taco salad, a taco tostada. salad. If I if I can eat the whole kit and caboodle, right. and walk away just it's hands like those free. candies you get from China where the paper's made out of rice paper. Yes. And you can eat the wrapper. I love them. It's the greatest. I love those, but like anything <laughs> that's in a thing, yeah. it's even like drinking a drink out of a coconut is so much better than the same drink uh-huh. in a glass. It's true. What about drinking a drink out of a pineapple? Yes, also yes, great. Yes, also no, out of a red vine. Yes, I'll take with it. a red vine, like as a straw. Yeah, yeah. yes, that's a, yeah, yeah, not like that's a small amount of drink. <laughs> it's out of a red vine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just out of like one. an even tinier straw in the red vine. <laughs> it's like a pixie stick full of liquid. <laughs> just have at it. Yeah. I don't know. I just like I. I, it seems there's something that just seems so organic about it. <laughs> and mm, so I fun. love the idea of like a tiny tip tap on an egg, and, mm-hmm. but the the horrors of it, the liquid. Not only that, you're always burning your fingertips on a hot eggshell. I want to invent one of those cups that has a little sensor that senses the vibration and screams every time you tap. <laughs> <laughs> I I interviewed Ron Popeil. Do you know who he is? Oh, yes. Do we know him? I uh, was him. one of these celebrity judges at the. <gasps> World World Tournament of tournament Guacamole. Of guacamole. What was it? Ooh. It was the world's the best guacamole greatest, championship. The World Series uh, of Guacamole. Yeah, or something. Ooh. What was it? Dawson <laughs> would be so upset <laughs> if if he knew that I couldn't the, remember the the greatest guacamole in America. World championship. World championship. Of guacamole? Of guacamole. That's that was. Regardless, it. Ron Papil was also a celebrity <gasps> judge, so I met him. Oh my god! But tell me your Ron Papil story because I don't have one. Well, I have two 
I deep fried a turkey with him in his kitchen. <laughs> I left there not smelling good. I smelled very in the kitchen, oily. He did it. Yeah, he in must the have a massive kitchen. Or he has a huge kitchen. Full he's of Ron- lots of great appliances. <laughs> yes, he's Ron Popeil. But he had we were. He was showing me a prototype of a new turkey fryer. It can fry a whole turkey deep fry in an hour. Wow. And he said he's. Uh, he hates turkey. He hates turkey so much. Really? He just can't look at another one. The first like three turkeys, he was like, this is dope. I'm making a turkey fire. And then he just kept prototyping and he's like, I can't look at it. So he just takes him to the fire station. He's like, it's me again. And they're like, Ron. And he just drops off like a whole deep fried turkey. And like, get this out it. of my sight. Yeah. But he has a huge kitchen and he has the world's largest olive oil collection. <laughs> sure. And he has huh. so many bottles everywhere. But, um, I have no idea what story I was telling. <laughs> we were talking about eggs. Oh, yeah. I think oh, that he God. hates turkey. No, he point. hates turkey. No, but he made this. He, one of his inventions that didn't take off was a little thing that you would poke in an egg. It would scramble the egg in the egg. Oh, I remember this. Right? I'm into this. And then you crack the egg and it's already pre-scrambled. Pre-scrambled. Oh, my God. That's so cool. Because it's so hard to scramble an egg. <laughs> I know. I'm... That sounds like way more work than just cracking it open and scrambling it. When you put it that way, I guess you're right. Right. But still, how fun. I know he's so rich and he's so unhappy. Is he? Yeah. He just feels like he's not good enough. And you're like, oh my God, Rome Popeil, you've done so much for for poultry. <laughs> I mean, and not for the poultry, but for no. poultry consumption. Mm-hmm. He's just like, feels like he just hasn't accomplished enough. Does he live uh, up in Carpentria? No, he lives in between Paul McCartney and like Oprah or something like in Brentwood. Like I forget. Or no, his neighbors are Carrie Fisher and Paul McCartney. And you're like, were. right, right. Yeah. But um, you're like, Ron, you're doing fine. You're doing great. He's like, oh, this prototype. And, Ron. and everybody loves him. I know. Who doesn't love Ron Popeil? I know. I know. Yeah, it's he not like he's great. the the my pillow guy. Who, you know, that yeah. Guy go fuck himself. Yeah, that guy's like an actual like a walking, breathing asshole. Well, he's a horrible person, and you know that pillow is like sleeping on probably a bunch of <laughs> needles. <laughs> I so. bet he doesn't use them. No way. He, yeah, he's rich. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you <laughs> sleep on a my pillow if you're rich? It's not his pillow anymore. I want his actual pillow. I want <laughs> my pillow. I would buy my his pillow. now my pillow. You I want his that. pillow? Yeah, I want his now pillow because that fucking pillow is probably a thousand dollars. Yeah, no, he's got like the Ritz Carlton of pillows. Yeah, I'm sure. Tell me that. Sure, I need to get some. I uh, I need to get some new linens. I need to use some of your codes. You do. They're not in any of They're the shows, but might I recommend Brooklinen code best friend? I love. Yes, we yeah, we really are sleeping. I feel on like I'm one of the Kennedys when I sleep on those. It's like really? oh yeah, it feels like uh, what uh, Kennebunkport? Where did they sleep? Like Ooh, Martha's Vineyard. It's got that like. Oh, that's the bushes. Yeah, yeah, that is. But the still, the Martha Vineyard. Where are they? Where did they? You feel like a Kennedy sleeping at the Bush's house? Yeah, what yes, I that? do actually. People are yelling at their phone right now. Where, where did they vacation? Where, what is the Kennedys? It's Martha's Vineyard, right? Is it? Is it? I feel like there's a specific name for the Kennedy compound. It's it's like Ken, Hilton Ken, Head or something, Ken, but it's not. Ken, is it not Kennedy I think it might be Kenny Bugport. No, that's Maine. That's the Bushes. Okay. I I strolled yeah, through there. I feel like it would be Massachusetts, right? Because that's where they were yeah. headquartered. I don't know. Someone's going to know and they're going to be like, somewhere. oh my God. But anyway, that's where I, I feel like I'm somewhere. Well, are you guys doing anything summery this summer? Do you have any summer plans? I wish. Um, 
No. Moving. That's a great moving. Yeah. yeah when is that happening? We don't know. We were going to move at the end of this month, that being July, and now we might push it a little bit. How come? Because things are taking a little bit slower. The question is like, how much work on the house do we want to have happening while we're living there? And also because yeah. we cannot get the collect our balls enough to tell our landlord. And also, we've been putting us- that off. We've oh. been putting it. It's so weird that we've been, well, we've been here for so long. Mm-hmm. They're so nice. We've been putting it off. And I said to Daniel, if we were going to give her 30 days, we needed to do it yesterday. Yeah. By the time you hear this, it will have been a few more days. So already we can't cleanly do the 30 days because it'll be like, what July first? We've already uh, August first. I mean, yeah. So I'm little. like, why don't we just make our lives a little bit easier and maybe move mid month or something? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What I need to say to them is, our goal is to move at this point. Would it if if we're not ready to move at that point? Would it be okay if we push it back and find out mm-hmm. from them? Because when we moved in, the place had been vacant for a few months because they wanted to like do renovations and stuff. So I don't think. They are going to try to get someone in immediately. No, they're have definitely going to have to. Like we've been here for a long time. Yeah, so they're yeah. They're going to need to like redo the carpet carpets and, and stuff. Yeah, they're yeah. going to turn it around. But I mean, you, you can always. I think what happens is you just prorate it. If you're like, oh, I leave on the fourth, yes. you just prorate it. Yeah, right. I think they'll be cool. I mean, I, I think, think they for will me, too. It's more about it's just not wanting to, to start yeah. packing. Oh God, yeah. I, I just not looking forward to that. I, I believe know. you're thinking of high port. Yes, that's it. Hi That's what Anna's I was typing into my port. phone right now. Where did the Kennedys is all I had gotten so far. There is someone out there who's had like an emotional wedgie that you just picked. Yeah, yeah they're, they're like, thank you so much. Oh my God. <laughs> they're there right now. Just so pissed. Oh, I'm excited for you. I bet she's going to be excited for you. She lives downstairs. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. She's going to be I stuck. hope so. I think she'll be so excited. And there's also that thing of, is she going to have people coming through here while we're living here? See, I don't think wait? she will. I hope not. I don't think she will. Yeah. I mean, it's, and it's also like, it's, this is not a good representation of the place if someone were to come through now. But it's like a renter's, I feel like it's a, the owner's market. Like she's going to get more for this. And she can raise the rent quite a bit. I mean, she could have raised it on us, but she didn't, but she will be able to. She will, yeah. So she's, maybe she'll be like, oh, happy for you. And then she'll be like, sweet, I can charge a little more. Yeah. I mean, provided that's how she talks. Yeah, I think so. That was a great, uh, impression yeah. of her. I felt like she was right here. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. Let's do Just Me or Everyone. Um, and I don't have anything to tell you first. <gasps> okay. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Scoop doop. I mean, I didn't have anything to tell them first because I already told them about patreon.com slash Alice Rosen. But I really liked that it was a pregnant pause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> we took Wendy to a obedience class and the woman who taught it was very nice, but she would periodically tell, okay, okay, everyone, take a pregnant pause. <gasps> what? I was like, that is not, is not what you mean. She just meant like, take a beat. Take a breath, oh, no. but she kept telling everyone to take a pregnant pause, and it Someone needs amused to, me. And you're you're sitting there trying to w- find a way to fill it with meaning or. <laughs> I know. How do I insert profundity into this? Did you implore her to not use? I am. Yeah, I did, and then I got hired there. There you go. Okay, sooner magic says, Allie, this is like right up your alley it's up my actual alley <laughs> sooner magic well. says love chicken love eggs but the idea of eating both at the same meal is off-putting oh. i guess that's not exactly what you were saying but no still. i get it 
a chicken omelet's weird. It's like so awkward. Like, oh, what? Oh, what are you doing here? Oh, you too. <laughs> like, yeah, it's weird. Well, that's like um, one of the actual Ten Commandments. I don't want to get all religious up in this, but like the actual Ten Commandments are not at all what you think they are. The Ten Commandments are like very strange. They're like observe this holiday and do this, and one of them I think is like do not cook meat in its mother's milk. Well, that's right. like a kosher thing. Yeah, but if yeah. you think of it in that way, it's like you're cooking. Yeah, don't cook but is that a just baby because in it's, its mom's. Is that because it's insulting to... No, I mean, it probably has to do with health. Yeah. So like most of it, I think, is just like, don't, you know, it's like clean yourself. You know, like, right. <laughs> but those aren't babies. Wash though, thy they're... butthole. Wash the butthole. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> definitely wash the cracks. <laughs> but those aren't even baby chickens, though. Those are just periods. Right. They're just chicken periods. Mm. You know what I mean? So whatever. But you can buy fertilized eggs, which I find so gross. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, yeah. no. You can get them at Trader Joe's. And I think mm. you could take them home and, um, and get an incubator and then hatch them. I think sometimes it works. Oh, my God. No. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Robert Paulson says, whenever my cat or dog yawn i like to touch their tongue cats hate it dog doesn't seem to mind oh, i've done God. that i've done that I've i don't never. like to do it very often but it's funny to do it. <laughs> yeah. my move is that when they're doing it i'll slowly put my finger in their mouth like in between their jaws so that they slowly bite on my finger and then i go ow why would you do that <laughs> what's their reaction they don't get it <laughs> that's such an older brother move why are you biting yourself why are you hitting yourself yeah um I'm trying to think if I do this with Wendy. Just flick, just flick the tongue while she's young. I'm gonna have to get a dog just for this reason to fun. run some experiments. Just with the clipboard <laughs> over it, being like, "You tired?" They I put had, up with a lot. I had a cat that when I was preparing his medicine for him, he would always yawn right while I was oh, doing wow. it, oh, weird. putting it in a pill pocket. And there was a, a short period of time it never worked out, but where I would see him oh, yawn yeah. and I would try and chuck it down his throat, <laughs> didn't work. With cats, is yawning stress? I don't think so. Because with dogs, they say it can be. Uh, Big Shembo says, I was far too old when I realized it wasn't Abercrombie and Fish. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I thought it was Finch for a long time. Yeah, me too. It's Fitch, right? Fitch. Fitch. I think I still... F-I-T-C-H, yeah. I think I still say Finch. Oops. Should be Finch. I know. If you say it fast, it would sound the same. Sort of. I think I. I think it's Finch. Are they around still? I think uh, probably. I don't I think. think I feel like I haven't seen a phone book size A and F catalog in a long time. I think maybe they're not around. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think they're around. They might. They probably don't do the big print catalogs anymore. Right. I don't know. They used to they have, have to be around. They used right? to have a big store at the Grove where they would hire models to stand out there half naked mm-hmm. all day. Male or female or both. Um. Male. I knew a guy that did that through college. Really? Yeah, he was like putting himself through Cornell and then was also doing that on the side. And you're like, well, I I worked at a call center at five in the morning yeah. next to a mortuary. I was like, well, you do you. You yeah. just good luck with that. What kind of call center? Uh, we took incoming calls. We sold these booklets that would tell you like how to buy a house and flip it. But they were like mostly bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I would have to take calls at like five in the morning from people being like, I saw an ad saying I can make a million dollars buying houses. And you're like, yeah, give me your credit card. And then they'd hang up on you. Then you'd just go out and take a smoke break near the mortuary. Wow. Well, you'd just know. be like, I'll be there soon enough. Yeah. Actually, I 
<laughs> this is so depressing, but my friend who would smoke is dead now. No. Yes, he died at 40. He died of? of liver failure at 40. I know. From what? Um, he had diabetes, and then they told him to stop drinking, and he was like, mm, pass. Whoa. And yeah, I know. He died at 40. So mm-hmm. I do, whenever I think about it, I think about how we used to sit there and watch, like, because I also worked the night shift. I'd come, go to school, and then come back and work the night shift, too. And we'd see sparks coming out of the crematorium, and I remember how morbid <laughs> it was. We were also <laughs> goth at the time, so it was like, you know, kind of our jam. But um, yeah, so I remember. And so whenever I think about him, I think about him, like, smoking behind the call center. But yeah, I don't know. College jobs, man. I guess now you just drive Lyft. I don't know what you're Yeah. Doing. Postmates or whatever. Apparently Probably. you can make, according to the Lyft driver who drove me to the airport sometime in the past year, you can make a lot of money driving Lyft. Yeah, That's what gotta, he was telling me. You got to do it the right hours. Right. And there's some, like you're not, you're technically not allowed to drive for X many hours, but he had some way to game the system. Right. And I was like, just... I was remember feeling unexcited about him driving me at the point at the point at which I heard that he'd like been he'd been driving for thirteen hours, but yeah. they don't know they think he just started. I'm like, okay, yeah, wonderful. I definitely if all that stuff was around, I would have done. I would have driven for like Postmates in college. Oh sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a little bit different for a woman too, because you're like, what if I show up somewhere and someone kills me? Mm-hmm. But I, but you know, yeah, better than a call center. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, that's depressing. Yeah, but it's better that you were taking calls as opposed yeah. to having to be a telemarketer. Right. Yeah, no. I worked in a t- I worked in way too many call centers. Growing, like I did not know this about oh, you. Man. Did you wear a headset? Are you kidding? Did you they have, have windows? To, you yeah, yeah, you take your own headset around with you cuz like it's or else there's like makeup on the ones. But whenever a telemarketer calls me, I'm always like as nice as I can be. <laughs> I always feel for the people who are calling me because I, I know. know they don't want. But at the same time, it's it feels kind like of such a an intrusion. It is. It's such an intrusion. But I just think about the people there, and they don't want to be there either. So I'm always like, oh, yeah. hi, Melanie. Thanks so much. But yeah. I hope you have a great day. Do you let them do their whole spiel before you interrupt and say no, thank you? I usually tell them like I'm in the middle of a surgery right now, or you know, tell them I'm like. Uh, I'm in the middle of surgery, but I called this yeah. spam number. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm just, I'm right. I'm, yeah, I just like to make up an emergency and just, you know, yeah. get out of it. Not, I don't want to hurt their feelings. I don't want to hurt their feelings. They you, get yelled at so much. And also, don't they get an, another call immediately? We, oh, yeah. You have like, it's like they, there's no break. Oh, the, the metrics, like you, if you put do not disturb on at the end of the day, they're like, we noticed you were on do not disturb for four minutes and 30 seconds. Try to get that under three minutes. Like you took this many calls, you had this many hangups. Like, and then there's things on the, there's like a big flashing sign, like a lit up sign on the wall that's like this many calls waiting, this much time on, on that they're on hold. Like, wow. Yeah. And then it's just chatter. Everyone's chattering around you. Yeah. It's so interesting to think what it must be like because, we just have the experience of being like agent, yeah. agent. Yeah, <laughs> you, know? yeah. It's like, you are number four. Well, that's in the like queue. customer and like, service. Why? Yeah, I guess you yeah. know. There's a little bit of a difference between being customer service and being like you're trying to sell people or raise money. Right. Mm-hmm. I worked in the customer service aspect too, and it was yeah. like, I mean, I, I worked for a charity that we dealt with a lot of different charities, but like, w- I got like calls uh, thinking we were a suicide hotline, and I was oh like, my God. I'm ill-equipped for this, and it's like six in the morning. <laughs> and so, yeah, like you get all kinds of weird calls. It's, How yeah. can they get that mixed up? 
Uh, part of Is one of the charities we worked with, like donated partly to like a, a suicide prevention fund. So they're oh, like, geez. "Is this the number?" Oh, I saw it was toll free, and so you're just like, "Ah!" But yeah, like I have the utmost sympathy for anyone that works in a call center. Is not, not it's very it's like the most thankless job because it's people pretty, are so mad at it's you. Pretty awful. Yeah. I know. I know. Does it pay decently? No. God, are you no? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, but sometimes you get you would get paid like on commission. So if mm-hmm. you like got someone's credit card number, you'd have a good day. But so people were calling you mm-hmm. to learn how to flip houses, yeah. but then they didn't want to pay. But yeah, you'd be like, okay, I'll sell you this booklet. It's fifty bucks, and then they'd be like, oh, there's a, I got to pay for something. What did they think they were going to get a free booklet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that what the ad said? No, but I don't think it was like, like super right. clear. We, we exist just to give you free, yeah. free yeah. advice. Like, yeah. It would be like an ad being like, do you like reading? You can make money reading. And people would call mm-hmm. me like, I'm calling about the reading job. And you're like, cool. I have this book I'm going to sell you for $50 that tells you how to get a job as a proofreader if you can. But probably it's going to be difficult. And so, yeah, people would not like. What if that it. was how my book was sold? <laughs> like, what, there was a, like, what would the ad be? It'd be like. Do you sometimes not want to go to parties where they say tropical? <laughs> do you have tropical attire? Do you not have, I'm trying to think. It'd have to really back into it. Like, do you lack tropical attire? Yeah. Like, how would and Ron then, Papil yeah, sell have, your book? I have no idea. Okay, but, it, and then you call and they're like, we have a book we want to sell you. Yeah. Right. Yep. It's yeah. called Tropical Attire Encouraged. It's funny essays. Right. People will be like, sometimes you'd sell them right off the bat and you'd yeah. be like, wow, I'm working a magic streak. The woman who sold the most, oh, she got to, she got the best seat. She, she got like the best parking spot. And she was this woman, her name was like Mary or something. She'd come in early in the morning, sit down, not talk to anyone. And she would read the script with no inflection. And she would sell, sell, sell. Because people trusted her more. Cause she was like, if you would like the book, you can buy the book. Oh, because she did the opposite of a hard sell. Yes. Yes, that was, her, that was her style. That was her style, and she just she would walk out with like a, like so many receipts every day. What? So wait, her whole style was to t- to dial it back to make mm-hmm. it a script, not to try. Yeah, she just was like. So they were like, "Oh, this woman isn't invested at all." So I'm lucky if I'm getting getting this book. Yeah, and she would just she played hard to get. Yeah, I know, I know. It was a very subscribe was, to my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You can find it. Yeah. I know. There was was that compelling? It was great. Hi. I mean, but not too compelling. I wrote, it was perfect. I wrote a book. If you would like to read it, you can find it on Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. It is called Tropical Attire uh, Encouraged or something. And other phrases <laughs> and that other, scare me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just turn into an Android. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Siri would sell a lot. Who knows? Anyway, that's what it's like to work in a call center, guys. Wow. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for attending my one woman show about working in a call center. <laughs> Lisa says, ever since I moved out on my own, I've always wanted my home to be like a cool grandma's house with all the best snacks, board games, and extra toothbrushes. I like the idea of being like super hostessy and kind of Mm -hmm. Mm grandma-y. But apparently, because I saw some responses to that tweet, Lisa has achieved this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lisa is one of the hosts of the Best Friends fan cast, which is the Mm -hmm. fan cast about this podcast. And she had like a big... A, a row sleepover Aww. and a whole bunch of people flew out and they had like a weekend 
<laughs> at her house and i think that she did probably have extra toothbrushes for them and stuff yeah i like that idea didn't they used to have a thing called a rumpus room that was yes. a thing that people would have is yeah. that where you had extra stuff well that's that was be, be like the coziest was, funnest room in the house yeah, you know like a bonus room a, yeah yeah it's a rumpus zone you could just rumpus in yeah there, it's roughhousing it's horseplay we need to get that back yeah now now it's all like man caves and she sheds and bullshit like that we need just rumpus room yes all-purpose rumpus we had a rumpus room we had it's like an an extra room that didn't have any doors on it really so we would just i remember we begged my mom to go to radio shack and spend like our birthday money on a strobe light and like a disco light (laughs) and then we just have dance parties in the rumpus room there's a lot of horseplay a lot of rumpus that's a lot of fun elliot would like a rumpus room I know. He anytime there's music or a beat, he starts dancing. <gasps> he started dancing to the laundry machine. He dances it is to the so washing machine. Oh my god! Yeah, no, the, the washing machine will go like, ka-chunk, 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 and he'll stand in the kitchen watching it and just like m- grooving. Yeah, just grooving like a cockatiel. Mm-hmm. Just touch the tushy, touch the tushy, tushy, tushy. <laughs> I think he would dig this. Any beat that you lay down, he'll dance to it. But he also has this like way of moving his head. Like as soon as the music comes on, and this is visual, but it's like, yeah, he just. It's like the like imagine a kid being like, "Look at me, I'm super cute." He loves That's him doing that. He loves dancing to music. It's so cute. It's the cutest thing. Yeah, he'll like any little toy that plays music. If you just start like banging a beat, he'll start grooving. He's a cutie. He's gonna be DJ E equals MC squared. <laughs> I know. Cubed. The next Cubed. level. Next level. And lastly, the EQ. You know that sounds like. Ah, oh yeah, it does. Ray Morgan says, I've never actually... Okay, one more Elliot thing. For the first time today, because he has... Usually when you say, can you say Elliot? He doesn't even try. But he started saying his name, and he says it, Ayee. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can you say Elliot? Ayee. That's the French pronunciation. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Advanced for his age. Ayee. That's so cute. He's babbling at a third grade level. Yeah, he, really <laughs> he does. He does speak a little Spanish. Uh, yes. Like he doesn't say water. He says agua. Ooh, this is wawa. Well, he says wawa. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cute. Ba, 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 da, da, da. No, he says awa. Awa. Yeah. yeah. Awa. That's pretty cute. He just covers cute. all his bases. Yeah. Uh, Ray Morgan says, "I've never actually been pinched by a pincher bug. I don't think I have either, and I don't need to <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Think of like a pincher bug." Like a bug that has a pincher coming out of its butt, like a scorpion. like an earwig. It's got one of these. I'm doing a pincher with my No, wait. Are you saying a pincher bug is a type of bug or a specific brand of bug? I I think he means, think of any, pincher bug is what you call a bug with a pincher. bug that pinches. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's never been pinched. Do they pinch? Is that what they do? I think so. I've never been pinched. Like an earwig, right? Yeah. Scorpion sting. Oh. Then I guess an earwig. Yeah, I like don't know all wig. the pincher bugs. They, they just go around, they go, pinch, pinch, mm-hmm. and then they leave. Mm-hmm. They yeah, pinch gotcha. the tissue. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. We had, uh, we had these, I have, we had these little uh, earpieces to mm-hmm. have the producers talk to us and tell us what to do, which is really weird to have someone like talking in your ear, but they call them earwigs. Ew, that's the so wrong name gross. for them. Oh, it's, yeah. So they're like, we got your earwig, and I'm like, every time I put it in, I was like, yuck. Yes. Were they talk to you while you were talking? Yes. So you're addressing like whatever and then some like a crowd and then someone's well, talking to you. What was that sci-fi thing where they put worms in their ears and they, and they could understand all languages? It was called brain worms, right? 
No. Was that <laughs> no, Hitchhiker's know. Guide? Was it to the Galaxy? Was it I don't know. Babblefish or something like that? I but that no does idea. sound like something. Ugh. Anyway. I remember in Star Trek 2 when they put oh. those bugs in the guy's ear. They put them in the helmets. and yeah. Then they, uh, yeah, it's pretty gnarly. I don't want worms to ever crawl into my brain. There's a news ears. story recently. I'm sure you oh. saw the picture of that woman where there was like a worm in oh, her face. Oh, uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't she know was- that you use my full name when you're disgusted. <laughs> Allison Rosen, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that picture was horrifying. I saw that. It looked like botched lip yes, implants. Yes, it did. It was truly yucky. And then they're like, JK, it's a worm. Blah! Sorry to bring that up. Sorry to end on the that note, you guys. shows really sometimes just what? go to gross, squirmy places. I know. You got to listen to the, the end, end of this these- show. Oh, I know. Up your butt. I know. Sorry, we've talked about like human leather and pincher bugs. Sorry, yeah. guys. Sorry, we're fun. I'm sorry. Here, let's end with something lighter. Okay. Uh, Wheeler Walker Jr. I have his record here that Wheeler he gave me Walker. when he was on the show. Oh yeah. And so, uh, Elliot's babysitter said to me today. She pointed to it and said that Elliot asked if this was Daddy, <gasps> which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> But then I don't know. later he was I was on the show about a year and a, no. Mm-hmm. But later he and I were in this room and he pointed to it and he was saying Audi? Audi? So actually, which is how he pronounces Wendy. Yes. So he it was hilarious when I thought that he wondered if that was daddy. Yeah, I think But he, actually he was wondering if that's Wendy. Is there a dog on the cover? No. <laughs> <laughs> so he's been doing that a lot lately, which is pointing to things where there are not... Do- for for the longest time, it was just like any dog is Audi. But now he points to just random shit and is like, it's Audi. So I think he's getting dumber. <laughs> I mean, I don't, this is going the wrong direction. Him. Yeah, no, I love he's, him, so, yeah, cause he's Does the person on the cover look like your dog walker? Is there an association? No. Okay. No. That could be that could be like the new baby Einstein playing Wheeler mm. Walker Jr. for your baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a perfect record for babies. <laughs> I mean, he's got a lot of facial hair, but he doesn't look like a dog. <laughs> no, he, he does not. Yeah, I don't know why. Again, though, he, he's, he's been pointing to stuff that is clearly not dog and say Audi. So it could be that Audi, there are two words there, but they sound the same to us. Oh. like you know, He might be saying daddy, but like he might in his mind be thinking daddy and saying Audi. And then when he sees Wendy, he's thinking Audi and saying Audi. You know what I mean? But they just both come out Audi. This is great conversation. No, sure. I mean, who but, knows? Yeah, who knows? It could be any of those. You guys, this was so much fun. Allie Ward, delightful having you back. Thanks for having me back. I'm sorry I've been such a stranger. It's, you've been busy doing important stuff. <sighs> I'm going to try and sleep tomorrow. It's going to be nice. I'm going to oh. make myself go to Palm Springs for a night. That's a great idea. How fun. Who am I? That's You're that idea. person. I know. I'm making myself do it. I'm excited. So I'm going to get uh, more and more fishnet sunburns. Are you going to go on to a spa? I think there is a spa there. I'm just going for one night, but I was like, spas. I'm just doing it. Are you going this weekend? No. Because it's going to be 128 degrees. Oh, my God. God. I love that, though. I love it. It's going to be like I feel that way about it, but hot. the opposite. Okay. I do not love it. I love it. Jeff, where do we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel. You can find me at Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the Snappy. Oh, God. You can assume that it's been up my butt. <laughs> uh, yeah. She fucking hates me. 
um, yeah, I mean, I have a podcast, The Watching Hour. I put out an episode maybe once a month these days. <laughs> but it's well, fun you if you like. Try it out. I think you'll like it. If you like <laughs> me talking about TV stuff. Okay. I wish I knew what the try it out, I think you'll like it, was in reference to. Anal? <laughs> oh, and uh, I want to plug my friends, uh, the the my friend who I do The Watching Hour with. You want to plug your friend? Yeah, I thought about <laughs> anal, yeah. Um, no, uh, he... Made an app and it's really cool. It's called, it's a Mac, it's for Macs, it's desktop. It's called Rick because it's a cool name, Rick. Cool. R I Q K. Look it up. And it's a, um, it's a, uh, transcriber and you, oh. and it's great. He uses it to write so you can just talk in it and then it, and then you're recording. You, you make a recording and then you hit transcribe. And what it does is it, you get the text and it syncs with the audio. So if it, you know how the the speech to text isn't always accurate, but you can go in there and hear it and then change oh. it. And it's if you're someone who likes to write, but you want to, um, you know, uh, try out a pitch or something, you can do that. And it's it's just really cool. And he taught himself how to figure it all out himself. It's just the coolest thing. So check it out. I'm gonna well, check you know, it out. Try it out. Yeah. I think you like it. <laughs> Allie, where do we find you? Um, here tonight, which is exciting. Um, my podcast is called Ologies. It's a different ologist every episode. So I'm about to do a two-parter on Mars. And then I'm interviewing an Egyptologist tomorrow. And I'm at Ali Ward. Uh, Egyptologist. I know, I know. Always interesting. I know. I'm boning up to get ready for it because I was like, I don't know jack or shit about Egypt. So I got to get some good ones. And then, yeah, so I'm at Ologies or um, at Ali Ward. And I'm sorry I swore so much tonight. I, I was, at one point I was telling you that Ron Popeil story and I, and I hesitated because I was like, I'm going to say the F word again. I can't stop. Sunny stop as my- fuck. I don't even hear it. Okay, good. Because I stopped myself in the middle of that turkey story. I was like, Ali, stop fucking saying fuck. I did not even notice. Okay, sorry, good. You guys, follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. That's also where you send your Just Mirror Everyone's. Find me on Insta. Oh, and I announced the winner. The winner of my Scentbird contest on Instagram. Ooh. It is Jamie Brown. Woohoo! On Instagram as Jam Jam Sugar Brown. Now, I was going ah. to say, if she didn't respond in time to me reaching out, then I was going to pick another one, but she already responded. So that is the winner. Thank you everyone for entering. What fun. We'll do more giveaways soon. I promise. Get my book, Tropical Attire and Courage and Other Phrases That Scare Me. Uh, go to my website, alisonrosen.com. There's many places to click there. It'll take you to Amazon, all formats, etc. Um, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Alison Rosen Show? 